All right, welcome back, Double Team Fam. How are we doing today? Wait, Wait today's Turkey Day. Are people even going to listen? If you're here on Turkey Day, I A, commend you for... Maybe you're listening on your way to your families. Yeah, maybe you're listening on your way to your family's um, get-together, which just remember... Um, you don't have to have a ring in order to make you interesting. Um, you don't have to be dating anyone at all, you know? It's you don't a, have to answer their questions that you don't want to answer. You don't owe anybody an explanation. No is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. And, and so, so is yes. <laughs> and fuck off. So <laughs> just... Well, I know it's just because like the holidays can be such a tricky time because sometimes it's like, you know, your family can be pretty... Persistent, lacking boundaries. Exactly, and it's just like they like to push buttons or they like to ask questions, and it's like you know making you like overthink everything. Like, oh my god, why are oh you know it's like your aunt Teresa, and they're like, oh, aren't you dating anyone? You weren't dating one last year, and then you can be like, yeah, you know what? I'm hoeing around. I'm having fun. And they're like, what does that mean? Anyways, this isn't a rant about what to do with your family on the holidays. We already did that episode, and it sucked. (laughs) So I hated that episode. Why did we do that episode? I think we were just... Well, we were about to go and I... Well, well no, actually... I can't remember. I think we skipped family. But that was around the time that, like, you know, mom and dad found out about the pod and everything and they weren't too thrilled. And Anyways, I digress. Anyways, yeah, if you want to listen to our, our opinions on how to dodge and or full send on responses with your fam. No, let's not direct it. No, you can listen to the episode. It's still up. I'm not going to... Why not? I actually don't. Before we get started, I did want to share. I saw this poem and I shared it on our stories on Instagram, but I know not all of you are on Instagram, so I'm going to share it with you guys. So this is a spicy poem from the account book by hand, but the poem is by someone named, and I'm sorry if I absolutely butcher this, Rupi Kaur. Rupi Kaur. Anyways, it's a very short poem. It goes... The very thought of you has my legs spread apart, like an easel with a canvas begging for art. Oh, I love that. It reminds me of one of my favorite poems. What's your what favorite poem? I like to have a martini, two at the very most. After three, I'm under the table. After four, I'm under the host. Oh, I love that. Actually, one of our friends from high school said that poem in a class in high school when we were all supposed to share a poem and... I'm pretty sure the teacher was not happy with that choice, but that poem stuck with me. It really did. Um, I really like this one because the very thought of you has my legs spread apart like an easel with a canvas begging for art. Because, you know, like an easel, it's kind of spread apart. I just want to talk about the other day. And I, and I were on our way to the gym. Oh, okay. And Wait, where's this going? One of her partners. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was FaceTiming him and he didn't know he was on speaker. Yeah. And so I was like, what do you, so what did I ask him? What did you say? You're like something like, oh, I think you were like, I'm looking forward to seeing you later. And he was like, I'm looking forward to those Those legs. No, he said those thighs. And I was like, like, (laughs) God dang it. Oh, Um, Oh, please. Okay. Well. How did homie not know that I was in the freaking car? We were on our way to the gym. And I thought we had established that prior to, or at least when prior in the conversation. So 
But I guess he didn't know that I was there. And he said that. And I was like, uh, I didn't need to hear that. But come on now. We're all adults. I know. It is still funny. Anyways. Actually, on the subject of poems, real quick. I, I do really love that poem. And uh, I just discovered that the author's page on TikTok. So I'm going to go do a deep dive after we're done recording this. But my favorite poem of all time, Robert Frost. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Aiden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. Nothing gold can stay, pony boy. But who knows that movie? Honestly, I love what that. What was po- the name of that movie? <sighs> Outsiders. Thank you. Anyways, I love that poem because it always just reminds me to enjoy a fresh beginning, enjoy that first light, enjoy that first ray of sunshine. Just you know, the beginning of something is often always so beautiful. But um, also, you can think about it like the beginning of the fall season is so nice. The crisp leaves, they're mm-hmm. golden. Such a nice, warm, inviting colors pumpkin spice the beginning of a new day when there's like dew on the ground and the sun is shining on it calming time anyways so yeah this episode isn't about poems actually this episode is about anything in particular actually yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i I did i was apologizing to our patreon patrons the other day because i'm like we've been resting yeah we have been resting and like in the wise words of danny santos healing is boring Healing is boring. Healing is boring. But uh, yeah, I honestly, um, I did, you know, a friendly reminder as we go into the winter season. Because I feel like, you know, in the winter you get like seasonal depression or like, you know, it's cold out. You don't want to leave as often. Like hot girl summer has came and left. You know, maybe it's cuffing season and you're whoever, whoever you were messing around with in the summer. Maybe you are getting a little bit more serious. Yeah, you want someone to cuddle with when it's nice and cold all those things but sometimes you know like our actually I don't know if our libido changes in the winter but I do feel like my libido changes in the winter granted a little bit granted last winter was like the beginning of my divorce so of course my libido was like meh even though I was having phenomenal sex with avocado farmer at that time but yeah memory the last month or so I would say that like my libido has been like non-existent not to say that i haven't been having sex at all because i have uh but i did one of my partners and i broke up uh no it's not calvin no it's not the new one it's my partner that i've been seeing since the very beginning of this year and so that's been kind of saddening i knew it was coming you know it's one of those things where it's like it we we both knew like that time was coming but it still makes it hard and it's still hard even if you do have other partners because you're still like you know, that's someone that I cared about. It was its own relationship. It was its own thing. Like, I'm going to miss, you know, him and I used to just watch Disney movies and <clears throat> and have sex together. And um, that was, like, almost the entirety of our relationship. And that was incredibly healing, believe it or not, and uh, very comforting. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that. So, I think that's one of the reasons. I don't know the others. I need to do a deep dive. But, yeah, my libido has just been a little low, low. And that's okay. Same. Like, it, yeah, it's not one of those things where I'm like sitting here like, oh my God, why am I not horny? I'm usually so sexual. Why am I not on Bumble trying to find dudes to fuck all the time or girls? But I think, or and and you know, like recently, I remember I scheduled a threesome and then it ended up not working out, and I was like relieved that it didn't work out because I was just kind of like, 
I didn't really want to, <clears throat> but I, but I, it was, it was with a couple that I played with before and I really liked them. So I like, I was excited, but at the same time I was like not excited, if that makes sense. Like I wanted to, my mind wanted to think, I think, but my body was like, we're not into it. And sometimes there, there's like that disparity, you know, like between your mind and your body. So like, I think my mind understands that right now my body's just not like craving sex. And so then my mind's like, my mind's like, well, we're not, we're just not going to go there. And I think that's fine. What's yeah. the, what's the saying? The lower the temperature, the closer to God, something like that. What? I don't know. But like, you know, the correlation of like the colder it is, like the more closed your legs are because. Oh, I don't want to let that wind in. I've it's never so heard cool. that. Okay. But I will say like, you know, Maybe the other of like the higher the hair. The yeah. The closer <laughs> to, yeah, that, that was a <laughs> quote by Dolly Parton. Okay. Not. <laughs> Not in relation to the weather. But uh, yeah, the other day I was with one of my partners though and we were like cuddling and then I wanted to have sex. So it was like one of those things where my body was like, you know, we were up close, we were naked and he was like half staff. So then I was like, okay, yeah, I, I can get into this. And then like I got wet and we had sex and it was great. And I had a phenomenal time and it felt very connected. And so... So I think sometimes like when your libido is a little bit lower, maybe just like the, the physical touch can remind your body can help you kind of get back to a space where your your body's like oh yeah this feels good I like this let's do this and your mind's like sweet let's go for it and then you do and then it's great so but just I just wanted to throw that kind of like little friendly reminder out there that like be be kind to your libido okay it's on its own wavelength sometimes it's up sometimes it's down sometimes it's up sometimes it's down and it's good to like the times when it is maybe a little bit low low just embrace not embrace it but like lean into it or just like honor that and don't force anything that you don't want to do because at the end of the day like that's not going to help you my current struggle is what's your current struggle i can't remember the last time i masturbated actually i've actually still i've masturbated a couple times not a lot but a couple i did get a new vibrator from a company that sent us some vibrators um what was it for a tiktok campaign that actually n- never ended up happening yeah but anyways um and i tried that one out and it was dope and so okay, mm. i was just was curious to try it and i liked it well i mean i was gonna say one of the main reasons why i'm <laughs> i'm struggling with masturbating is because i get into bed i'm all warm and cozy and i'm like okay great i'm gonna put some porn on and masturbate but then the thought of having to get up and pee after yeah that makes sense i'm just like i don't want to get up like i'm in bed like can i just like masturbate and not have to pee after but i don't want to get a uti we have bad kidneys yeah we can't really so it's like i don't want to masturbate and then have to pee and like get up when i'm already cozy so like i'm trying to but like i I don't know if i can offer a solution (laughs) exactly i'm like i want to masturbate though it's just like i don't like i what do i do wear a diaper like i don't know i'm not gonna do that but like still i'm just like i don't know no i think that's a that's a valid thing that i literally thought about that the other day when i was masturbating i'm like fuck i don't have to get up to pee and then i was like i don't want to get up to pee it's a struggle but i did i just you know one thing i didn't do I didn't flush. I just closed the lid and then flushed in the morning because I feel like the sound of flushing would have woken me up from like my little like stupor. Yeah, yeah, that I was in. just like shuffle, shuffle, pssst, and then, and then like, like, shuffle, shuffle back in the bed. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I was like, I'm not going to flush and I'm not going to like make it loud. I'm just going to pee and then go back to bed. And so I did. And that, that did help. But I, it was I was still cold. 
Maybe that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. That's the, really the only solution I can help offer. <laughs> mm. My libido has also been like, meh, meh, every now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure out because like, yeah, my libido is also, well, it, it like comes and goes. And I, so like, cause for me at least, like right now I'm about to ovulate. So I was going to say you're 10, you're about 10 days away from ovulation, right? No, I'm two days from ovulation. You're a little, you're a little behind my, my cycle, but like normally, normally I'm just much hornier. I did notice today I'm eight days away from ovulation. I, I noticed today actually I was pretty horny at the gym, but I will say, so like normally I'm like significantly hornier during my follicular and my ovulation phase. And then I'm still horny going into my luteal, but lately during my luteal, I'm just like, meh, like nothing. Yeah. And I use lube because like I'm just for for some reason I'm just not getting like uh, or well I wouldn't say I'm not getting as wet once I start having sex then I get super wet but I'm not like a running faucet like I normally am. I mean your libido comes and goes. It, I will say this. So I mean it does come and go. That's why like right now I'm like I'm trying to honor it. I'm be like okay you know my it's still only been like what two months since my dog died. Like, a lot of the stuff from, you know, this time last year is kind of, like, not coming up a little, well, kind of coming up a little bit. I just had a breakup, like, all these things. So, it's, like, I'm, if my libido's low right now, I'm not going to stress about it. I'm not sitting here, like, fuck, something's wrong with me. I need to, like, go have all this sex. No, I'm just sitting, I'm just being, like, okay, I don't want to have sex right now, so I'm not going to have sex. And then, I will say this, though. If it persists for more than, like, two, three months, then I'd probably be, like, maybe I'll go get my hormones checked. Or maybe mm. I'll like, you know, reach out to one of my sex therapist friends and see if like there's something that I can do to maybe kind of help start getting it back into like a, a kickstart mode or get it back to normal. But like, I don't know, this time last year, my libido wasn't super high either. Mm. So I don't know, maybe for me, can kind of like the seasons affect it a little bit. I'm taking this as like an opportunity to like gather data. Let's put it that way. What? Like via spreadsheet, like how are you gather? Are you noting it? Yeah, like journaling about oh, it. Oh, you're journaling. I so need like, to journal I'll probably, more. I'll probably take, yeah. Oh, well, I have been journaling about it, but like I said, I'll just kind of like listen to my body, see what happens over the next like two, three months and just kind of, you know, hmm. try to see what I figure out. I like that. I need to probably do the same. But I have also been doing like a lot of like healing work. And so I don't know if like maybe that has also affected my libido. But I think, like, with my partner that I just broke up with, like, we used to have sex all the time. Like, two, three, four times a week. And now... Well, and and having that much sex makes you hornier. That's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't been having as much sex, so maybe that could be another one, too. Because my other... different factors. My other two partners, like, one of them travels a lot, so we don't always, like... But when he's home, at least, like, we do have a lot of sex. Um, And then... um, the other one it can just be kind of sporadic so i don't know like mm. we'll see but i think we all need that reminder especially going into like the winter season that like if you're not as like open or social or horny or like you know what i mean like if so, you're, not, you're like if you're not as up and about as you normally are like that's okay i'm kind of having a similar thing but with my kink libido Oh, that's another one, too. Ever since my doms and I are, well, we're still on a break. And honestly, at this point, I don't know if it's going to come back. But I will say this. Like, I don't want to, I don't have the energy to, especially with my libido kind of being low, I don't have the energy to go find a a new dom. So, and that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I haven't had a dom in a while. Although, I did have a prospective dom who 
lives in the area. And uh, I don't know what it is, but every single time we like tried to initiate a scene and like made plans for it, I just wasn't feeling called to like I wasn't craving my subspace and I don't know if it's just because like you know I've been on a healing journey and then I'm also my dating life is very like sporadic and kind of all over the place and there's just a lot of other there's other things that I'm putting at the forefront mostly myself and like the things that I want to focus on right now I'm putting those on the front burner so you know like going into subspace and finding a dom and you know finding a dom that I like and that I trust that gets put in the back burner because that takes time to find it takes time to find a and not that the the prospective dom not that I didn't like trust him because like I do know him and I think he's a wonderful guy and I would love to have a scene with him eventually and I do think he seems like a good dom yeah no he seems like a great dom he's been doing it for a while but at the same time like I just I didn't feel like I was in the right headspace and energy for it. Yeah. So. And I don't think you should force it like if you're not feeling it. Exactly. Because then that's going to kind of like taint the experience. Yeah. Which I mean like I you know I did whenever we performed at the sex party in early October when the female dom tied me up in Shabari. I did go into subspace for a little while there and that felt really nice. It was a very brief moment, but I really liked it. You know, I still get to practice like my impact play, which I love the most and all that good stuff. So I'm like, okay, right now without a dom and without visiting, you know, going into my subspace. Yeah, I've had like, at least enough like topping or bottoming or like, you know, experiences with like impact or primal play to keep me, I would say satiated. I do miss it. Sated? Sated. It's sated. Okay, to keep me sated. I've had enough experiences to keep me sated. Satisfied. You can say that too. Satisfied, whatever. But I do miss power exchange. But the thing was, is like, I trusted my doms so much. Yeah, you don't trust anyone with knife play. And it's really hard to like picture myself like, and not only that, but they were pro doms. They were good doms. They were like, I just felt so open and comfortable and safe with them. And it was so natural. It just like came so naturally that it's just, it's really hard. And in that, and that whole ending happened not that long ago either. So, you know, it's, it's still pretty fresh. I'm, I'm just not ready to find a new Dom either. And I don't know. I mean, I... It's worth noting that, you know, there have been some, yeah, a lot of endings recently in my, or at least in the last couple of months. And perhaps that's just, you know, to make way for new things that are coming up and to make room for other things that are going to be entering my life. So like, that's okay. I don't have a problem letting things go. It's just sometimes like I, I recognize that sometimes letting go or moving on or breaking up or change, like those things can affect your your libido, your desire, your motivation. Don't forget Mars is in retrograde right now. So in Gemini. So we're all, you know, probably feeling that energy where we're not as motivated or we're questioning our motivations. Mars rules like passion, motivation, whatever. Anyways. So yeah. But shoulder shrug. Shoulder <laughs> shrug. Yeah. yeah. But I do hey, I captions do captions for those who aren't watching. Close captions. <laughs> 
<laughs> for the people listening. <laughs> Nikki scratched her hair with a pen. Kimmy and I both looked at each other and shoulder shrugged. <laughs> but I will say Smile this. Like, wave, boys. Like, I do look forward to when my libido comes back. I do look forward to when I have the motivation again to go find another DS dynamic. I do look forward to going out there and being a hoe again when I'm ready. Like, I know those things are there and waiting for me when I'm ready to meet them, if that makes sense. I'm also super bummed that, like, the next two sex parties coming up, we're going to be out of town. (laughs) That's another thing. I I am a little bummed about that because like I feel like sex parties, at least the last one we went to, I had a lot of fun and like I even, that's where I get to top and I love that. Yeah. I had a good time. I had a great time. Phenomenal time. Anyways, but yeah, the next party, the next Sanctum party, we're going to be out of town and then the New Year's Eve one um, for Kinky Rabbit, we have stuff going on. So we probably won't go to another sex party till like February. Oh, that seems so far away. Which seems really far away. But if you remember, this is how it happened. Oh, no. Last year we went to New Year's Eve and that was dope. Exactly. I love the New Year's Eve. I ones. love the New Year's Eve ones too. I know, but we made plans. Oh, now I'm, I'm reflecting. Remember, that's where we met our friend. Uh, she recognized us. Oh, Haley. yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley. I love her. Anyways. So, mm, okay. <sighs> I was going to say, perhaps we should just throw our own sex party, but... <laughs> Not yet. We need a house first. <laughs> I I will one day be throwing dope ass sex parties, but it won't be won't be in the next few months because hopefully we'll be traveling. In oh yeah, we've got some well. travels coming up. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so that was just my reminder: be kind to your libido. This is a good time to check in with yourself. All those things. Anyways, we did. Although have a qu- I will say one thing that I you know and TikTok reminded me of this the other day. The calendar year should start in aries season yeah Yeah. astrologically if we go if we go astrologically the new year isn't technically until aries season yeah yeah and so the the, well this would be still close or this would still be close to the end of the year but sag season is coming up right now the sun is about to enter sagittarius venus and and mercury are in sagittarius and sagittarius is very fun energy i feel like peaks or like i feel like little spurts of like you know the fun flirty social side of me wanting to like peek out i know so and it's so it's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing trying to like balance that energy i would say well one of the things like this year you and i didn't go to vegas at all we typically go to vegas a few times a year and that's when we party hardy i know but vegas was like where my ex-husband and i used to go all the time together and so like i just have not been ready to go back since him and i have split but i'm feeling myself get closer and closer to being ready to go back and we'll go and we'll have a blast i i am starting to like feel myself be ready for it it's just so weird to think about going to vegas without him because like ever since i turned 21 him and i went to vegas every year every year multiple times a year. every year multiple times a year the most we ever went was i went 10 times in one year granted i went that year i went ooh, once or twice without him once with cami and then another time for <laughs> for what was that did i have like you a, went for like a work thing yeah i think i, I had a work thing or something there yeah yeah, yeah i did I, I had a work thing um so i went 10 times that year ever since i've turned 21 him and i have always um gone and i can't remember if we mentioned this in an episode did we I forgot about that. It's not going to be the same going. Yeah, it won't be the same. But no. did we, did I mention the 11 hour, I thought, did we talk about gambling recently? I like gambling. 
So I like that's why I like going to Vegas. Um, catch me at the blackjack table. I think we already mentioned this. And craps. And craps. <laughs> craps and blackjack. The most amount of time we ever spent at a blackjack table was 11 hours. Yep. New Year's. New Year's Eve. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Yep. Or actually, technically, it was New Year's Day. Well, no, kind of. We got to the table by what? It was like a little bit past midnight. And yeah. then we were leaving at 11 to go back to our hotel. 11 a.m. Yep. What a night. Yeah. We were still in our New Year's Eve outfits yep. while everyone else is like... There are people like running on the strip for like exercise and I yeah. look like death. I, I had <laughs> met this, uh, this really cute guy at a club. Oh, what was his name? Sam. Sam. And he, <laughs> oh my God, it was so crazy. Sam and I, we were at a club. What was it? The night before that? Yeah. Or the night yeah. before that? Anyways. And I'm walking by this guy and he and I make eye contact, pass each other, turn around and immediately start making out. Maybe I did tell this. Wait, what? Yeah. Maybe (laughs) I did tell this story on the pod, but like, and and that was like peak fun candy. Like when she just finds a dude and makes it her goal. But yeah, no, that's what happened. He and I were, you and Nate went to the bathroom or something. So I was just kind of like walking around in the dance area. I made eye contact with Sam he and I pass each other, turn around, immediately start making out. And then he and I dance for the whole night afterwards. It was really fun. And then he meets up with us at during New Year's Eve the next night, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's he right. stays with us on the blackjack tables for like 11 hours. hours. Yeah, it was insane. And then he walks back with us to the hotel. It was insane. Anyways, so point of the story being... I think I'm ready to go back to Vegas. Not quite yet. Maybe a little bit after the holidays. It's always fun going during March Madness. I actually really like going to Vegas during March Madness. And the pool clubs open back up. Yeah. We'll definitely make a trip. Good. I just saw 888. Oh. Yay. Anyway. We did have a question from a listener that came into our email. Where is it? Let me pull it up. So let's go ahead and answer that. Actually, I don't know how I'm going to find it. But basically, it, just look up Squarespace. I thought that one's funny. Someone was like, I heard the where you guys were talking about the water. He was like, what? He was like, I'm sorry to be up front, but spell Evian backwards. Naive. Who the fuck named water Evian, which is naive backwards? Oh, wait, I see it. Come on. Go oh, there it is. Okay, perfect. Which, by the way. What? We really got to get away from spelling shit backwards and naming it and naming things or people, those names. Like, yeah. What What was the Nevea? Heaven. Spelled backwards. Or Erewhon. Nowhere. Erewhon is not nowhere. Spell oh. Erewhon. The W-H. Erewhon. No. Wait. Where? <laughs> no, <laughs> Gamal, it is nowhere. Erewhon. It's nowhere spelled backwards. Anyways, okay, let me read this. Hey, ladies, wanted to say thank you. First, I've been poly for three years and still navigating how to make this lifestyle work ethically. You and your friends speaking out on your experiences really help. I'm happy you're here. Thank you. We're happy to be here. We're happy you're here. Okay, so for the question, what do you do about bruises and marks and seeing multiple partners, comma, jealousy, etc.? My primary boyfriend is supportive but tends to get more jealous. It's been an intense three years of practicing non-monogamy, but we also believe it's brought us closer. The sex is amazing and very intimate. He's new to rigging, and I love being his rope bunny. Oh, I love that. I have a second boyfriend who is a dom. Oh, so she's got two doms. Way to go, girl. Okay, I have a second boyfriend who is a dom. We don't have scenes as much as we just have rough sex. Got it. Okay, he's rough, and I don't mind it. Honestly, I love it. 
but we get too into it. And as of last night, this will be the third time I have a pretty gnarly mark. Kind of want to see pigs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Since I know y'all want to know, he was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad she knew. Okay, since I know you'll want to know, he was slapping my left tit with his right arm while I was riding on top of him. I'm white, and although I try to get in the sun naked as much as I can, that skin is the most tender and whitest. Fair. My boobs are pretty white. It do be white. It do be white on the boobies. It do be white on the boobies. Okay. Yeah. When it started to sting a little too much, I stopped him thinking the marks wouldn't be bad i was very wrong the dark purple marks look the same as when i had a biopsy for a benign knot found in my breast if that helps the visual thank god it was benign i just want to stop and say that i'm so glad you're okay and also yeah that makes that makes my boobs hurt we're supposed to have a no marks rule and i know that needs to be discussed further because how am i supposed to explore find what i like at pleasure if i have to be so fucking cautious all the time it's annoying i have said that to my primary partner already but it wasn't discussed in detail so yeah i'll take any comments suggestions advice remedies maybe i just need to hear from someone who at least understands the struggle i don't have a lot of friends not complaining and the ones i do have are definitely not in the kink community thank you again oh she's a scorpio she'll be 30 okay so happy belated birthday babe also what we're your friends we are your friends yeah we're here we're here your kink friends okay so there's a lot to unpack here here's the thing i i do understand this struggle somewhat my ex-husband wasn't always the biggest fan of huge marks on me i think he tolerated them for the most part but he wasn't always a huge fan because it did sometimes bring up jealousy a little bit more for him and just because he wasn't like super kinky or super like rough he was very much more like sensual and I think that like seeing the marks made him think that like I don't know I think a lot of guys associate like marks and pain with like you know bad things which as you should you shouldn't hit a woman or leave marks or bruises or anything unless she consents to it so anyways but I a no marks rule is where I do have an issue because I do feel like that is restricting your autonomy. Then like, you know, say you're having sex with your second boyfriend and he's being super rough. Now you're getting mentally taken out of the situation because then you're sitting there like, oh fuck, I don't want my primary boyfriend to see all these marks. So I need to tell him to slow down, like whatever. Like you can't fully give into the moment and to, to the experience with this person because you're thinking about your other partner and you're trying to keep track of a rule that you guys have set up for whatever reason. I do think you need to have some further discussions about it. I think you need to sit if, okay, you said, hold on, let me see. I have said that to my primary already, but it wasn't discussed in detail. So it's time to discuss it in detail. I would sit down and be like, hey, this is something that I really would like to discuss in detail. I have some concerns. I have some thoughts. Can we sit down? No distractions. So phones away, TV off, you know, anything that's distracting, put it away. Computer closed, whatever sit down and have a have an honest discussion uh, together about it and see if you can find common ground um, because I do feel like that's restricting your autonomy that's for him the I, I get it we all face jealousy and I get it like sometimes yeah things like that can can trigger feelings and I'm not saying that his feelings aren't valid in being in, in feeling jealousy uh, regarding this however 
I do feel like he probably has to do a little bit of inner work and see where he can meet you in the middle rather than just expecting you to abide by his no marks rule. Cammy, any thoughts? I mean, yeah, you, you do have to also, you know, acknowledge his feelings in it and, you know, the fact that it makes him feel uncomfortable. I understand that side of it. I understand, you know, especially when you have a primary partner. I don't know if y'all live together, but you coming home with bruises might not be the most, you know, it might not be what he wants. But at the same time, like Nikki said, there should be that meet in the middle point, especially because if you like rough sex and let's say your primary partner is not giving it to you the way you want. So you get it from another partner and, you know, which is totally fine, which is fine. And, you know, there's that compromise in that. Then, yeah, just just have a discussion. Be like, hey, babe, look, I I really understand where you're coming from. I'd love you to know that, you know, your feelings are valid and I recognize your concerns. I would also like to say, you know, hopefully you're looking at this from my point of view as well in the sense that I do like this rough play. I do like having these marks. I enjoy that time with that partner, you know, and that space we create for me to get those marks in a safe manner, in a pleasurable manner. And I would like to know, you know, how we can come to an agreement in which you're okay with that too so and I understand like you might be sitting there wondering or like okay well what are some examples of like what meeting in the middle could look like for example so okay maybe I don't know if y'all lived hold on did she say they live together I can't remember um I mean one of the ways you could do it is like let's say there is just one he gives you just one zone and you never get marks there could do that like yeah for yeah so you can be like okay you know it's fine if he marks your shoulders or your boob or whatever but like no neck or ass bruises or marks something like that so like maybe some some zones are okay maybe the ones that you can like cover up pretty well and then um, you can tell your other partner that like hey you know i had a discussion with my primary he's cool with bruises he just doesn't want to see it in this area yeah, and then that way, like, he can go to town on the other areas, but avoid, you know, the other areas. I don't know. This is just such a tough one because, like, okay, so, for example, you know, say the boobs are fine and then he covers your boobs and bruises and, like, that's still hard for your boyfriend to look at whenever you guys are having sex. Do okay. doggy. Yeah, do doggy. <laughs> put a bra on. Cover your, cover it with your hair. Like, there are some options there. However, like, it's still, it. I, I can understand, like, how it's annoying that you feel like you have to cover up. I, you know, I was mentioning recently, like, how, you know, my partner covered me in bruises and then I remember you know my other partner came back home we were having sex in the dark so he never saw them I don't think but I, w I remember wondering I'm like well shit I don't know what he's gonna say about all these marks because they're pretty intense Cammy saw them like they were like my entire shoulder and armpit area was just like absolutely covered so I remember wondering I'm like oh, what if he doesn't like this what it but I but I remember walking into it thinking like okay if my partner has a problem with this he needs to understand we don't have any current rules around marks a b it is my body it is my autonomy and I'm not going to restrict what I do with another partner for the sake of another partner in, in thinking like oh they may not like this uh, obviously like I'll I'll respect boundaries and stay within boundaries but like if it's some I'm not going to assume a boundary of something we haven't discussed maybe I should discuss that with him but yeah it, it's still a lot of work on your part to like kind of make sure that you toe the line as best as you can but 
you know, another thing too, you know, maybe you guys go to therapy about it. Dig deep. And it doesn't even have to be like a full on, like, you know, you go to therapy for the rest of your life. Maybe you just go to therapy for this one thing. Yeah. And just do like a couple sessions, two, three, four sessions, whatever. See if like the therapist can give you guys a couple tools to like navigate the, the conversations a little further and make sure your conversations aren't getting stuck in any cycles and maybe give you some, some space to talk about it with like a third party that's able to really kind of navigate the the conversation a little bit and see how that goes and then also i mean another thing is you're he's you're you said he's new to rigging and y'all enjoy rope play rope play can also leave bruises i know so, so it's like he's got i, I was going to bring that point up too like he's got to think that like hey you know he's going to leave marks on you is your other partner being like hey i don't want to see those marks you know it's kind of a two-way street so in that regard maybe i don't know make it find a way to make it fun for both of them yeah it is a it is a tough situation but but yeah see see if maybe you could like leave some zones that are like complete free reign where your other partner can go absolute ham see if there's you know some ways that you guys can start approaching those conversations a little bit differently so a little bit more intention behind the conversations get a therapist involved if you need to or you know like it doesn't have affirm to affirm his feelings affirm his feelings yeah it doesn't have to be like a therapist either like you can you know find like a sex coach or a kink coach you know there are a lot of those creators out there for example you know nicoletta heidegger from sluts and scholars she's a sex coach um, and also does like kink coach or, or sex and kink coaching kind of thing nadege with pleasure science so they're those are the ones that i know just because those are the ones from within my community and network of people but there are a ton out there so see if you can find some that maybe you really connect with and book like a coaching session if you don't want to do like a full like therapy you know find the whole process of a therapist all of that what else I'm trying to think if there's some other other things yeah you can cover up bruises you know so like for example like I was saying you know maybe keep your bra on or like whatever even though it's kind of annoying makeup those kind of things you can do that to kind of and dig deep with his his with where he's feeling jealousy you know yeah yeah when you two have that conversation be like okay let's tackle it you're feeling jealous what's the first reason why can you identify it does it make him feel like maybe he just needs to hear does i mean so you know in terms of like digging deep into the jealousy does he feel like you know the other guy leaving marks is like kind of like because you know how men get territorial like is it it, you know i'm saying yeah like is it one of those things is it like you know now he's seeing because you know even if you're non-monogamous like you don't have to see your partner have sex with other people so but like maybe leaving the marks makes it a little bit more real for them or makes it see them and they're like you know it feels they get kind of territorial over it is it is it out of like you said maybe he's more sensual or whatever he doesn't like the rough stuff and then here you are enjoying it with someone else does that make him self-conscious just because he feels like he can't meet that need like what what is the it doesn't make him feel less than does it make him feel insecure does it make him feel and but when i say less than like less of a man because like someone else is like having sex with your girl you know like it's it probably comes down to a lot of those like you know mononormative or very like kind of patriarchal things that are ingrained into men because they're taught growing up that you know they are supposed to acquire one woman and she is going to be his and it is her property or no it is his she is his property like these are the things that are ingrained into men so like 
you know, a lot of times with these kind of things, it takes diving into that and dismantling all of those thought process, all of those things that have been ingrained into them and then moving on from there. Yep. Which is hard work to do and it takes time. Like it might take multiple conversations for you guys to get to a point where you can work through this. Might take multiple sessions with a sex coach, might take multiple sessions with a therapist to get to a point where you guys can really like make some headway on shifting the shifting the the problem here, the mindset, um, the root cause of it all and it's like eating cereal. You gotta have more than one cup to get to the bottom of the bag. Nikki's shaking her head. No. No, okay. I'm like I get it. <laughs> but I don't get it. Anyways, I hope that advice is helpful. Again, happy belated birthday. Thank you for sharing with us. I love these kind of things because like it always gives me an opportunity to like, you know, like yeah, I've I've faced this too. And so like it's always nice to hear that like, you know, kind of people go through the same experiences. And like Cammie said, we'll be your friends. Anytime you got something, write it in, email us or DM us, whatever. So yeah, I hope that helps. And and your partner's feelings are valid, but I I do think this is something that he needs to dive deeper into and dig into and kind of work through rather than just be like a no marks rule. Don't come home with any marks. That's it. Because then he's not really facing it. He's not really growing from it and he's not overcoming the jealousy tied to it. Very well said. I stand by my cereal joke. Yeah, or sorry, cereal analogy. analogy. I get it. Anyways, I get it. guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Oh, I did want to tell uh, one final little story before we um, finish out here. Uh, prior to recording, I said something funny while Cammie was... Um, trying to take a sip of water. Or trying to take a sip of water. So she proce- proceeded to spit the water all over my pant leg and the chair and the floor below us. I'm not a huge fan of spitting. I'm really not. This was unsolicited, <laughs> unconsented. Nicole, you said it as I was taking a sip and it was funny and it just <laughs> went everywhere. All I'm saying is I didn't consent to it. I know. It was a reaction, whatever. All I'm saying, I, I don't like spitting. Involuntary. Involuntary. I couldn't hold it in. Sorry, I'm so funny. I think I'm the funnier one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah! Well, actually, I'll give you that. I think you are. I think you are. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Out of the two of us, definitely. Anyways, so we hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. We hope you guys enjoy plenty of whatever you eat. Whatever you eat during the holidays. I know it's turkey day, but like pie 30 (laughs) for me. For Kimmy and I, this is a pie holiday. We don't eat turkey. We eat salmon usually or fish. We're pescatarian. I I am laughing about fish. Um, (laughs) We're fish. (laughs) We we eat fish. I will say this, that we called our grandma earlier in Argentina because we want to go visit um, our family in Argentina at the beginning of the year. And <laughs> she was like, she was like, you better forget that little vegetarian diet you're on. I'm going to cook you all the beef. And I'm like, grandma, like we're not vegetarian. We're pescatarian. But I will absolutely cheat and um, have her cooking. I was going to say, for Juani, I'll do anything. The woman's not going to be around forever. She's a phenomenal cook, and I anything she cooks, I will eat it. 
I agree. So I'll, I'll Unless go. it's something really weird, then I'm like, man. But even then, then one, <laughs> even then, it probably slaps. Like <laughs> <laughs> the one time I I did tell her though. My I did tell my grandma. It's so weird calling her grandma. We never call her grandma. We, we call, call her Juani. by her, yeah. We call her by her first name. I did tell Juani at the beginning of my pescatarian journey a few years ago that when I do go visit Argentina, I will make the exception of eating her cooking just because it is very good and no one cooks an argentine milanesa quite like juani so that's the one time i'll give it up but anyway so yeah for the holidays we'll be enjoying salmon and a lot of pie a lot of mashed potatoes green bean casserole sweet potato casserole oh any the food i'm stoked so we hope you guys enjoy the holidays too this time with your family friends um whoever you're choosing chosen to spend family it. yeah whoever you're choosing to spend it with or if you're solo if you're having a little solo time come hang out with us you know listen, listen to, to this pod. episode we're here for send you send us dm on instagram yeah we love you we're here for you we're here to support you yeah so kimmy and i spent the spent christmas just her and i last year yep we are privileged we have each other very thankful for that and then i ended up taking one uh, unit us and two friends to a lakers game this year we'll actually also be home for christmas like home here in la i don't know what we'll do we'll see yeah unfortunately there won't be a lakers game because it'll be away oh so yeah i remember last year like during the hockey game during oh i like hockey i like hockey too I don't, I don't like follow sports like on the TV, but I do love going to a sporting event. I remember last holiday season, I went to like, I went to more basketball games in the span of two months than I did sex parties. And I thought that was pretty revolutionary for me. So I went to a Lakers game. I went to a Clippers game and then I went to a Phoenix Suns game. Okay. They have one. The oh, and a Dallas Mavericks game. Well, they have one the Thursday before or two days after, but not on the day. Okay, but That's who are they fine. playing? Calgary. Like, Flames. I want, like, a good game. I don't know. Who's good this year? Ooh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, against the Los Angeles Kings. Calgary Flames. We could go see some Canadians play. I'd be down to do <gasps> that. Are they hot? How do you know that's... Calgary is a city in Canada. That's how I know that that's... Okay, I'm glad one of us <laughs> knew that. Because I'm over here, like, thinking, like, the Calgary's and, like, you know... Da-da, da-da. Okay, two. Anyway, so maybe we'll do that. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Tickets are cheap. How much? Oh, my God. For... Oh. We could basically be... What is that? Not courtside. Ice. <laughs> Ice side. Ice side for less than 150 bucks. I'd be down. Let's do Wait, it. Wait, sweet. Fuck it. Let's just get like a fucking, what do you call it? A the, little box. The box seats. Yeah. So we can get food. I don't, see, I don't see any box seats. Anyways, guys, we love y'all. Happy holidays. We only have a couple episodes left before we take our seasonal break. So enjoy us while we are here. Yes, of um, course, we'll still be on the socials oh and we are gonna still drop a couple episodes on our break but they're gonna be like episodes from other podcasts that we love that we hope you guys check out it, or we'll also be um dropping episodes of broke world therapy that we're in yeah um but one of them is will be the astro daddy podcast so if you haven't checked out Danny, who we have done multiple episodes with he is starting his astro daddy or he has already started his astro daddy podcast edited by yours truly produced by yours truly yep so 
that podcast um, is basically anywhere you find podcasts. So Apple, um, Spotify, yeah, I think YouTube. I've got him on all the platforms. He's got it on YouTube. He's got Instagram. He's got um, TikTok. Anyways, so, um, so we'll be putting that on our feed. Um, and then, of course, we'll be back in January after that. So, yeah. Lots of yay things coming up. Woo-hoo. All right. Well, go eat. Yeah. Have fun. Wear condoms. If you have a little, you know, Thanksgiving oh my God, if you have like a little holiday orgy or like a little Thanksgiving romp, you know, wear condoms. Yes. I actually had last year, I had sex on Thanksgiving night um, with Avocado Farmer. It was phenomenal. God, I miss him. He's in a relationship now. So guys, let's all uh, send some positive energy to him. I know he's been wanting to find a partner and start building a family with them. So I hope that is what he is doing out there. I hope him and his girlfriend are doing well. Um, I know this because I invited him to a sex party and then he was like, thank you for thinking of me. But unfortunately, I'm in a relationship and I was like, so sorry to, you know, impede. Because I'm sure if, like if his girlfriend saw it, she'd be like, excuse me, what? Um, but I hope she knows like it's it's no. It's, it's Gucci. It, it's all Gucci. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I hope it's going well for him, and um, but I do have some fond memories of having sex with him after Thanksgiving dinner last year. What and the then fuck did I do during Thanksgiving last year? We also had sex on Christmas. You and the avocado farmer? Yeah, it was like right around Christmas we had sex. I, was it a Christmas night? I'll have to go back and look if it was exactly Christmas night. All I know is we, we, like, we had sex during a lot of the holidays. What was I doing? I don't know. Probably home, because that, that would have been late. Yeah. Okay, so anyways. Happy pie day. day. Happy We're, We're We love you. We're <laughs> pie.